Start on time, Jordan. You said I'm gonna hit record. I did. It's recording. It's... I'm watching it record right now. <laughs> Leave this in then. Okay, Let's... here we go. Oh. Starting your timers in three, two, one. God. That's how we get things done. Shouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> I, I don't feel great today. I'm a little. I did take medicine, so yeah. forgive my takes today. But maybe these nachos will help. They're delicious. Mm. And I think. I mean. Hands down better than last week already. To describe them, we have, what did you call them? Hand Oh, yeah. Hand chip? cut. No, hand, hand cut, cut chips. Hand cut white corn wow. chips. They're solid. No um, integrity issues nope. this week. No, no <laughs> integrity issues at all. The, the SOG Nacho will not cheese. be there at all. Nacho cheese and barbecue. No. Was, yeah. Is this pork? It is pork. It is, is pork. pork. Yep. So it's barbecue pork. Uh, from Thatcher's today's notches is gonna be good. Yep, it's fan. It's they're they're fantastic. I'm excited about these. Welcome into the show, everybody. Uh, welcome to Nacho Average Podcast, the show all about fantasy football and nachos. Welcome. Uh, my name is Andrew, and this is Jordan. Hello. Uh, today is Wednesday, September fourth. We are one day, Jordan. We are one sleep. Oh man. We are one sleep away from the first real meaningful meaningful NFL football game. Tomorrow's going to be the longest day. It's going to be the longest day. Ever. It's going to be tough to get through it. We got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we, we had our draft since the last time you've heard from us. That's right. Um that was that was pretty exciting. I yeah, mean, it was not that a lot of fun. Not that drafts ever aren't that exciting, but there were some some pretty big moves and yeah. I love some surprising takes. I love draft day. Yep. It is hands down my favorite day of the year. And yeah, we had a lot of things lot of I was not expecting. So we're going to go over the draft recap today. We've got some news. Lots some, of news. Lots of news. I feel like a lot happened in the big, last two weeks. Um, speaking of the draft, we're going to go over some, uh, some of our own personal takes on it. Uh, great versus bad picks. Um, and then we'll get into a little week one preview uh, right. for clarity. We won't necessarily be talking about the actual games over or anything like that. Right. We're gonna be talking about our league's fantasy matchups throughout yeah. the week. Yeah. So you'll get to kind of an inside track of what's uh, what's going on in our our, our league. Yeah. Um, and again, if you're newer, this is a podcast we make for our specific yep. league, so we like to talk about our individual matchups. Yep. But and uh, we'll get to some broad topics of yep. the games, but most of it's gonna be centered on our people yeah it's fun to talk about it so Absolutely. uh so let's get some news uh lots man of lots of news where to start uh let's start with LaShawn mccoy Shoot. seeing as i drafted him i Woo. feel like i need to get this one you, out how, in the open how long did you panic the wound is, is fresh <laughs> how long um, did you panic i took i, I think i took LaShawn in round 10 which i'm less proud of to say now <laughs> um but I took LaShawn McCoy because for when we were drafting, mm-hmm. just he was still on the team. So he, all, all of the all of preseason that looked like McCoy, everything yeah. made sense to being McCoy the way they were right. using their other backs, right. and even with Frank Gore back there. Yes, and and side note, so McCoy gets released from the the Bills. Bills. Yep. Frank Gore was interviewed about it and thought it was a joke. <laughs> I didn't know Frank that. Frank <laughs> Gore did not think it was serious. And it was about 30 minutes, an hour later, he, he spoke. And he was like, uh, I didn't. He talked to LaShawn, I suppose, and realized it was real. Oh, so it was clearly not something that the team Come on, had man. even thought was going to happen. <laughs> so the Bills uh, cut LaShawn McCoy. This mm. was mostly a financial decision. Yeah. 
They free up about six million in cap space, mm. with two of it being a dead cap hit. But they're they're getting some room. Um, but we do get the news of Lashawn signing with Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. He goes back to his old coach and Andy Reid. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to. Get, I don't even know what to make of that. Isn't that the reaction that <laughs> yeah. everyone has though? Maybe. So you've got two issues here. Um, he leaves a backfield which becomes a little bit clearer, yeah. but at the same time, not. Which made um, me look like a genius, by the way. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll in get a to that pick later because I, I have some thoughts on that. But you have what seems to be Frank Gore as the clear veteran that is going to be, at least for the time being, the lead back. But a clear rookie that is talented in Devin Singletary that looks to be the guy of the future. I mean, Frank Gore doesn't age. He's nine thousand years like old. A fine wine. I mean, you basically should call him Thanos. <laughs> He is the Infinity Stone. He does not age. He is oh, infinite. Um, but Frank Gore is getting old. We, he he's on his way out. So Singletary is the he's the future. And you got TJ Yeldon there. Hmm. I don't see TJ Yeldon being a huge issue, yeah. but maybe catching a few passes out of the backfield you here and there. You don't think they go after Melvin, do you? <laughs> I just had the thought just you know, to like, make I mean, it weirder. I, like I need to like I feel like I need to say that with like a soft voice because like. I, I don't know. I mean, we're gonna get to Melvin's yeah. holdout too, and there's yeah. probably a few teams that are looking at him. But yeah. I don't think he goes to the Bills. I think they have yeah. the guy they want in their future, and they have a guy that, while not exciting, can rush for four right. yards a carry and and make the, and move the ball. Yeah. So, the flip side of this is McCoy goes to Kansas City. Yeah. I I think there are very few people that at the last minute could have shaken things up for Damian yeah. Williams. But LaShawn McCoy is one of them. Yeah. I think, I mean, in draft season, we'll talk about our draft. He went yeah. first round. Yeah. Um, Damian Williams has been the guy yeah. all off season. But you bring a veteran in like McCoy, who's, A, worked with the head coach before. And if you look right. at their numbers, I think Damian Williams has something like 100 carries his whole, right. his yeah. whole career in the NFL compared to McCoy's, like, 3,000. Right. Yeah. So, when he learns this system, McCoy is going to take work away from Damian Williams. Yeah, I definitely think he's a system system guy, a system pickup for them. I don't think it's a I, – I don't think Damian Williams gets committed, so to speak. Right. I think he gets spelled. I think he he's the he's the third down back. He's the guy that's going to get the work, majority of the workload. I could see McCoy coming in, taking two or three targets a game – Six to ten carries, maybe yeah, I feel nothing. Like McCoy's got around ten, right. ten to twelve touches yeah. a game, yeah. somehow or another. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think it's any massive threat to them, but we we digress. Yeah, so it'll be interesting <clears throat> to see how that plays out. Yeah, it, I mean, fantasy purposes, I've got McCoy myself. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm, I'm probably going to hold on to McCoy yeah. just to kind of see what you happens. Yeah, if he becomes something great, if yeah. not, I don't feel like I'm losing much by yeah. cutting him. Um, maybe try to trade into Ben. We'll see. Um, the probably the biggest news of the whole weekend, Huge. which happened this morning, I Huge. believe. Ezekiel Elliott finally came back from Cabo to get paid. Zeke signs with the Cowboys a six-year, 
extension, he still has two years on his current contract. So this is basically a total of eight years that he is tied to the Cowboys in some fashion for $90 million. So he's Um, buying lunch. Oh, my goodness. He better be buying his his linemen some food. (laughs) I mean, Zeke, how how much better can you play this? No. He is in Cabo working out on the beach. He doesn't have to yeah, work it out. out. He yeah. doesn't have to be a part of training camp. Yeah. He missed all of that, and he just gets to show up week one. Still, probably get oh, yeah. seventy-five to eighty yeah. percent of the touch of the carries. And, and my word. Yeah. Um. So if you look at his contract and just kind of the structure of it, it it gets a little complicated. But he basically has about fifty million of that in guarantees. Yeah. So as long as he stays on the team and can walk, pretty much. He'll guarantee yeah. to get fifty, and ultimately up around a hundred million once you add in yeah. all the bonuses and everything from his current contract. It seems almost anticlimactic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like, oh, we held out, we held out, and like, oh, yeah. okay, he won. Like, yep. Like, well, you have Jerry coming out. We yeah. talked about this. He loves to talk. He Jerry does. comes out and he's like, well, I expect him in week two, three. Blah, 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 he can blah, miss blah, weeks. Whatever, Jerry. All oh, while Jerry is just trying to put on a front, and yep. Zeke's like, nah, dude, I'll wait. Yeah. And he did, and he, <laughs> he got did. it, and. Good for Zeke. Absolutely. He Good got his Zeke. money. Um, Micah should be comfortable. I was going to say Zeke owners everywhere. <laughs> Every woke up this morning and just went. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they like went back to bed. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, <laughs> just said, you know what? That's enough for I'm today. I'm calling yeah. Zeke today because I've, I'm just having a Happy great Zeke day. Happy Zeke day. Um, the other contract that no one seemed to talk about, but it was the biggest contract yeah. of NFL history, yeah. basically, is Jared Goff. Son got paid. Four years, $134 million. With so, this number, hold on. Okay. $110 million Jeez. is guaranteed yeah. to that kid. Yeah. What are you thinking? So, so, so Goff's buying lunch then. Oh, my. Yeah, Goff, Jared Goff's. Okay, that's right. He's, he's the one buying lunch. Now. Jared Goff came into the NFL with a four-year, $450,000 contract. I think they got their money's worth, though. Let that sink I mean, in. that's... Why do you think these cats are so concerned about yeah. their second yeah. contract from four fifty thousand to one hundred thirty four million? Do you do you think that this speaks more to the management? Do you think this is a he's the faces of our of our franchise <clears throat> move to where he's going to be on billboards? Not that he's not already, but he's going to be like the face yeah. of the franchise kind of deal now locked in, or is it more of like no, he's this is talent money? I feel like um, Zeke's is talent money. I think it depends who you ask. There's yeah. a lot of Jared Goff haters that yeah. think he's just kind of a middle of the road. Um, I mean, we see this all the time. Really, really talented people right. that end up in like okay situations. Sure. And they're yeah. like, oh, he was a good NFL player. Yeah. Or like oh, the exact opposite. Okay player ends yeah. up in the best situation ever. Yeah. I feel like that's where Jared Goff is. Yeah, I don't so. think he's this knockdown like, oh, my right. word, quarterback. Right. He's just a solid quarterback who got in a great situation with Todd Gurley three potential wide receiver right. ones on yep. his team. He's got an amazing defense. Like he's just in a great situation, yeah. so why not lock him in because game managers still win Super Bowls. And uh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh nobody else is really talking about it. I don't know what else to say about it other than he doesn't it doesn't really affect my perception no. of him at all. I don't other think than so. now he's really rich. Yeah, he's so. he he's got his money. I mean yeah, what can you say? Yeah. I, I would love to guarantee a little bit of that. I'd like to be his agent <laughs> right about now. 
his agent's sitting pretty with one percent or two percent of that. No joke. Uh, other big news. Yeah. It's not exactly news, but let's talk a little bit about Melvin Gordon yeah. and his holdout. I think it's meaningful. I yeah, think some things that have come out are meaningful. The Chargers front office GM yeah. ever finally came out and said there the there's no more negotiating being yeah. done till next year. They're done. They're not offering him any more money. Um, there are. Um, there are reports that the highest they offered him was basically around ten million a year, which you're looking at Gurley and now Zeke and all these top right. people making about thirteen to yeah. fourteen million a year, depending yep. on their contracts. Um, so he got offered ten and he said no. Is that stupid? Is that dumb? Like, does, does is Melvin looking back going like? Yeah, uh, I, I think I, I think said if yes. Zeke had still held out, I think that's a little different conversation. I, I don't want to get too far into this just because my feelings about some of this you either love the game of football or you don't sure and i think at, at some point these players make it about their money more than mm-hmm. they do about the game and as a it's, fan yeah. that drives me up a wall right and i i'm not saying they don't deserve to be paid what they're being paid i'm not that's not my argument my argument is you're talking about a three million dollar deal difference when you're already making 10 mm-hmm. i like at that point what is three million dollars and maybe there's still more into it that yeah. i don't understand about it but it feels like you're arguing over dollars rather yeah. than thousands. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, just put yeah. perspective. So, well, I, Melvin, I, I, I think, is seeing, like, the effects of Lev Bell sitting out an yeah. entire year and getting his money. Yeah. Zeke saying, I'm not coming in and getting his money. And I'm sure Melvin Gordon thought, hey, Zeke got paid. This is good yeah. for me. Yeah. It's about to start falling. And they're, I mean, and this, they, granted, they said that before the Zeke news this morning, yeah. but they're done. They're not offering him anything. Yeah. They have given him them. permission to seek a trade, yeah. which is something I didn't think, I, I don't even think I realized that they had to do right. first. Yeah. They've given him permission to go look for it. Um, <clears throat> there's probably a few teams that this would make sense for, but yeah. at the same time, this team has got to be able to clear up cap space yeah. to pay him now and in the future yeah. if they go after him. There's not a lot of teams that are yeah, gonna I don't do know. this. Yeah, or like, that don't already have their franchise back. Exactly. We got the we got the news blurb today that there was an offer that yeah. apparently was turned down yeah. of trading Jordan Howard from the Eagles with I think a, a couple of picks or something associated oh, yeah. with it for Melvin Gordon that and that was turned down. Yeah. I mean, Matt, how how that would be a pretty decent situation yeah. for Melvin to fall into, yeah. <clears throat> and that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so ultimately what you've got to look forward to if you're the melvin owner or maybe you're trying to trade for him whatever you're thinking i think what we're doing because gordon has has lost a lot of his leverage at this point melvin gordon will lose his game check every single week yep which is three hundred thirty thousand dollars. what's his current contract Ooh, i don't have that pulled up um but he's going to lose three hundred thirty thousand dollars a game yeah. if he misses. Now, Lev, I mean, Lev broke the whole system. Yeah. Lev Bell missed out on yeah. $12 million yeah. dollars last yep. year by sitting out, but he saved hey. his body yep. and he got his contract, which is yep. arguably their point in this right. whole thing is like, I don't want to get hurt. I want to get my right. guaranteed money. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> after three games, Melvin's going to be out a million. So every three games he misses is basically a million dollars. Is that worth it to Melvin Gordon because he still has to come back yeah. After eight games yeah. to make this count as a year of eligibility. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it. I think it is, especially if he winds up getting Zeke money at some point for him. You know. So, what do you think the odds are? Does Melvin Gordon come back? 
or is he sitting out eight games coming back? Like, it, I guess at my point, at my yeah. point at this, I don't understand why Melvin Gordon doesn't Just show play. up and start playing. Just play. You're going to lose out on money. And he might. The only the only positive I can see of this is there's eight games where he's not risking his body. Right. Yeah. And he might be stubborn enough to to do it. He's been like that, that since day one. Is yeah. like I'm I'm not worried about it. I'm not doing it. Like yeah. he's had that mindset, not of like, well, if they come back, it's just been straight right. up no, unless you pay me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I need to probably read up a little bit more on his holdout and what the terms are that he's asking for versus what they're not willing to give him. Yeah. What I do know is, I think if he holds out, I think I mean obviously he'll come back. He didn't want to. You know, he's got to be eligible for all that other stuff. Um, but the three guys that are really happy today, <laughs> Alvin Kamara. Jerry Jones. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no. Alvin Kamara, Jerry's probably Saquon sad. Barkley, and Christian McCaffrey. All three of those dudes are about to get paid. Mm, yeah. Paid. Because Zeke just broke the system. You talk about Lev doing it. Mm. Zeke just said, no, no, no I'm going to wait. Yeah. Get my first tier money. Yeah. And now coming up, especially I think Saquon, and mm-hmm. maybe not next year, but the year after. Yeah, I think he's got because he's got two more. Yeah, he's got two more years. So maybe by year three, especially yeah. if he just explodes again this year, I think Saquon's going to mm-hmm. sit there and go, "Pay me or trade me." Well, and I think this is what we've seen in quarterback land. Like you asked yeah. the question about Jared Goff, it's not who's the greatest quarterback; it's who's the last quarterback right. to sign their contract. Right. Because we saw this with Matthew Stafford last year, two years ago, yeah. where he became the yeah. highest paid quarterback. Right. Is Matthew Stafford one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the league Definitely right now? Not. I don't think so. Don't think so but he got it because he's the most recent dude to sign his contract. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm worth it if you want me to keep yeah. you pay me. And so I think you're just seeing this slowly but surely is just going to keep Escalate. breaking every single time. Yeah. And every new person that signs is going to become the most, the next highest, the next highest paid yeah. person in, in, in their position. So that's, that's true. So that's all the news so far. We'll see what happens if news it's breaks while we're, uh, while we're recording again. Oh, I would hope so. Um, that would be fun. But uh, let's get into the draft a little bit for our league specifically. Um, yeah. Just for those listening who aren't aware of what our draft was, our league is a keeper league. Um, we kept uh, mandatory two players with an option of a third player, and you kept them in the round you drafted them last year. Right. Uh, Ten-team, half-point PPR, snake draft. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that was kind of the – parameters in which we drafted in um and that was you know I, we said at the beginning of the show I, there were some pretty shocking moves that took place um just overall you know sure yeah um i think some some of the shocking ones more to me i think uh aaron taking deshaun watson fairly early uh, there was the third round pick for him right um he i was sitting next to him while i was drafting he he told me after he picked him, he goes i think if i hadn't drafted deshaun watson in this draft i would have quit and so <laughs> as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, well, you know, there's that. So, wow. uh, I mean, I think Deshaun's going to have a great year. Um, I don't necessarily blame him for taking that early. He had already kept Travis Kelsey, Odell Beckham Jr., and Alvin Kamara. So that's a great starting four yeah. there. Um, yeah. So that was a pretty good tip pick. Um, I'm trying to think of some of these other ones here that were, were noteworthy, but well, maybe think, not uh, worth. Lucas took a shot on Josh Jacobs. Yep. Like, we knew he would yep. go early, but weren't sure how early. Yep. Um, and Luke uh, took the he, he had already kept Saquon, Michael Thomas, and Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. In yeah, in the 14th. 14th. That's great value yep. there. Yep. Uh, Matthew keeping Julian Edelman in the 14th. I think that was a really great kind of last-minute idea from him. He had already kept Tyreek Hill and James Conner. Um, so I think those those three starting off was a great pick. So lots of really good yeah. values being kept, um, which kind of made the draft – 
a little difficult just because you're drafting some people in some weird spots. Um, I don't think Chris Carson goes in the second round if we're not in a keeper league. Um, not with the other talent. I don't no, think right, so. That's I think what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. The other talent that's there. Um, again, I don't think Josh Jacob goes in the second round if no. we're not in a keeper league. So just kind of some odd picks that kind of come with. Um, they the look like they're too early, but because of the keepers right. and where they were at, what? they're not really too early. Right, exactly. Because there's a lot of talent already off the board. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But probably the most sh- shocking pick. <laughs> that I think influenced the draft the most. And we've talked about this for almost a week and a half now. Yeah. Uh, ben Rowland taking uh, his guy in our league finished dead last last year. One and 11. One and 11. One and Did not have a great year. Uh, which you had made a pretty big trade to get Julio Jones from him, which we thought would never happen. I was shocked. Um, and you were shocked. And he <laughs> made some unwise, in our opinion, unwise decisions of not keeping a few players. So he decided the trade was you trade him Devonta Freeman, Joe Mixon, and Adam Thielen for Julio Jones. Right. I think that was a great trade. Ben, yeah. That gives Ben three keepers. That adds to your team. Ben did mm-hmm. not previously have three keepers to do that other than No, Julio. I don't think he had the talent there. And so... But when we turned our keepers in, the only two <laughs> players he decided to keep were Adam Thielen and Tevin Coleman. And all of us were dumbfounded. I'm not bitter. Why would you not keep Joe Mixon? <laughs> that didn't make sense to us. So anyways, we get to the draft, and he's got the 10th pick of the draft. Um, and we, uh, the way our draft works, again, or the way our league works, is the winner gets to choose draft position, and we go 1 through 10 that way. So Ben had the last pick of a draft spot right and so the 10th spot was the only one that was left that's how that kind of happened um but he goes damien williams he does and then zach Ertz. <laughs> what a move like for all like none of us saw that coming all of my you know mock drafting predictions moving into it you saw zach Ertz there and none of us saw zach Ertz there and then he takes him and i think the ripple effect of ripple effect of that was pretty noticeable yeah I mean, I think when you look at this year's landscape, you clearly have Kelsey, Kittle, Zach Ertz. Yep. Those, Those are your top, top tier guys. Yep. Kelsey was kept. George Kittle was kept, again, yep. in round 14, which yeah. seemed to be a magical round this year. Right. Um, so you knew at some point Ertz was going to go off this board really fast. Early and really early. And yep. a lot of these first couple of round picks were taken already. Yeah. So there's yeah. not 20 picks to yeah. Ben. There was like four yeah. before Ben got to pick. And so him taking the shot on Ertz, I don't blame him. Nope. I think it was a great spot. I think it was a great spot, too. I might have done it myself had he made it all the way to right. four, but I didn't. Right. There was no way that Oh, was he wouldn't have made it past me. I mean, <laughs> I had plans. If he was there at two, I was about to take him. But uh, Ben oh, yeah. got it and kind of messed me up a little bit, um, which kind of we can talk later and maybe tell the story at another time of, of my relationship with Devonta Freeman. <laughs> it's just destiny at this Pushed point. Pushed you right into him, didn't he? Yep, he did. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, that that sent kind of a ripple effect. I, I don't think I was planning on taking Brandon Cooks there. Um, I still love the pick. Yeah, I, I think I think Brandon Cooks pick. is a good pick. I'm not upset about you him, had but... you have depth at running back, so going yeah. after a receiver really like yeah. that, I, I like that pick. Yep. Yeah. So just speaking of picks, uh, let's let's talk through some best and worst here, um, just throughout the draft. I think this will help us cover the majority of it and give people a sense of where where some people went. So, right. um, let's go through worst picks. Let's get those out of the way. Let's 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 start uh, bad news worst first here. Um, so we we both have our own. So I'll let you start, Jordan. Talk yeah. about your. 
Uh, my worst pick of the draft. Again, this is not my individual right. worst pick, but who the, do we think? I took, think yeah. in our league, the yeah. person who made the worst pick, which maybe he proves us wrong. Maybe not. Yeah. And we just talked about him yeah. coming back early, but I think that is Caleb taking Melvin Gordon in the third. Now he claims he auto drafted him. He claims he auto drafted him. Are we are we sure that he didn't? <sighs> Pick it on purpose because someone in the background was influencing him, maybe. Yeah. Caleb's side note was not at our live yeah, draft, our so live we draft. can neither confirm nor deny. We he auto-drafted. Uh, That's he what he says. auto-drafts Melvin Gordon and T.Y. Hilton as his other quote-unquote auto-draft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Caleb takes Melvin Gordon in the third. I think at this point, which this was this was just about a week ago, yeah. at this point with the news we had, there was no reason to take Melvin this early. Oh. Everything pointed to that dude is not playing not for a long sure. time. Yeah. Melvin shouldn't have been taken. I mean, even if you reach early on him, eight, nine, ten Maybe. round, like you shouldn't. Maybe not a guy. That's where Kareem Hunt, same yeah. situation. That guy is not playing for right. half the season. Right? Why clog your roster up with a guy when you could go get depth or attack another position, especially this high? And those picks matter. And just looking at his team already he kept he's got great stacked wide receivers he's got deandre hopkins Devonte adams oh yeah and then he kept carry on johnson as his other running back yeah. but that's who you're leaning on yeah. as your rb1 is yeah. carry on johnson and then so, you i would absolutely yeah. have gone after what's the next quarter uh i mean yeah you had Devonta here you yeah. could have had david montgomery here yeah. maybe even a james white miles sanders like yep uh, I, I, there was so many other people I probably would have picked besides Melvin Gordon yeah. at this point. Yeah. But auto drafted, right. auto draft or not, Caleb's kind of stuck in a situation of Melvin Gordon. He's, Ride or die, Tom. If he tries to trade him, it's yeah. going to be pennies on the get, dollar yeah, for Melvin. Get, it's not going to be what he's worth. When he. <laughs> When he texted us in the group and was like, I auto-drafted him, I think he probably got about five trade offers. <laughs> All, I was one of them. I tried, sure. to, yeah, I tried to trade him. I don't remember who, but I was like, like, yeah, maybe even a pick. I was like, here, this is waiver garbage. Yeah, can exactly. Him, you can, yeah. yeah, give me Melvin Gordon. Because, I mean, again, in a keeper league, it makes a little bit of sense to draft him maybe even the seventh, eighth round. Yeah. Just because you know you're, you're, you're going to hang on to him next year. Next year. But yeah. the third round, man, I just, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um I think for me, uh, Micah taking Peyton Barber in the, what was that, the seventh, the seventh round? round? When players like Latavius Murray was That's still gross, out there. That's gross, man. That's gross. Tariq Cohen was still out there. I, honestly, even at that point, I probably would have taken a Kareem Hunt that early in the seventh round. Yeah. Um, there were just some other options. And even just looking at his team, he probably could have stood to grab another wide receiver because all he had was Robert Woods and Chris Godwin at that point. He could have taken Mike yeah. Williams. He could have taken a Kenny Galladay. I like the DJ Moore pick right there from Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, Alshon, I think, is honestly a sleeper kind of deal yeah. that could happen this year. But regardless, I it just he even acknowledged to me uh, it was a reach. It was a little bit of a reach. I don't think Peyton Barber is a terrible pick later on in the draft. But I think for where he picked him and who was available still on the board, I think to me that is a yeah. That's that's my worst pick of the draft. Let's turn the corner, talk about some best picks. Um, I'll let you start there. Best pick of the draft. Um, okay, I've said this before. I I hate complimenting you. I mean, you can call me a genius with every fiber of my. No, that's fine. I mean, you can go ahead and say it. But because of my Lashawn McCoy pick, it hurts even more. <laughs> 
Andrew in the fifteenth round, which is last, our last, last pick. Our last round, we do six bench spots yep. instead of seven. You you picked Devin Singletary, which yes, at this point has now looked like the greatest draft pick of all time. Because let's just be honest, even if he's not the guy this year, right. Frank Gore is gonna get faded out. Yep. T.J. Yeldon is nothing but a third down back yep. every once in a while. Right. He's not even that right. gonna be consistent. Singletary is the future of the Buffalo offense. Yeah. You've got Josh Allen who's coming into his third year, so second or third right. year. Yep. He he's he's getting better and better. Their receiving core is getting better. Yep. You've got potentially an RB1 next year right. that you get to keep in the 15th round. Yep. But not only that, you've got someone who can be, I think Singletary could potentially be like a high RB2 this yeah. year if Buffalo gives him the rock and lets yeah. him become what he can be. All jokes aside, that was not the most intelligent pick. Like As far as <laughs> thought through, I had not even, before I was doing some research, I, Devin Singletary had not shown up on my radar at all. Um <laughs> But I was down between him and Adrian Peterson, uh, and I just read a few things about Devin Singletary. I was looking for a running back to yeah. kind of finish things out. And um, and I thought, you know, it's last pick of the draft. Let's go for it. And so that's uh, yeah. that's kind of where that came from there, too. So um, appreciate that, though. You know, words um, of affirmation. That was, that was nice. Well, we move on to yours. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think so my best pick of the draft – we give it to the new guy. Which which one of my players was uh, it? I'm sorry, Jordan. No, no, that's that is not uh, the new. You guy? started off with You're complimenting. Newbie. I'm going to compliment the newbie here, Lucas Gallon. Gallon. Luke Allen. Luke Allen. Country, <laughs> Lucas Gallon. He the took making. Marlon Mack in the sixth round. He did. I think that we already knew about the Andrew Luck news. Andrew Luke, we is it broken? We had already we already known about that. I was really surprised. I was targeting him probably seventh or eighth round. Is where really if I said if okay if he's there I'm going to take him. Um, I think Marlon Mack was his ADP was higher than sixth round. I think or right maybe right yeah, in that ballpark. He was falling, but I don't think he had gotten that far down. But even so, I'm mean, just to even think about it. Like and let's deep dive this for a moment. Andrew Luck's gone. That's right. Their offensive line is still there. Jacoby Biscuit. Jacoby Biscuit Jacoby is still going to be there. there. Marlon Mack's got experience now. <clears throat> I don't think their defense is going to be that great this year, which means you're probably going to have to run the ball a little. I mean, throw the ball a little bit. But I think Marlon Mack is still there behind that offensive line. He's yeah. going to get touches. He's going to get targets. Yeah. They're going to have to depend on him now at this point. And so I'm sitting here going, why is nobody talking about the upside that came from Marlon Mack? I tried to keep that yeah. to myself, and then <laughs> Lucas freaking took him. But um, that was such – I just thought at the sixth round, I thought he's and he's stacking them with guys like Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I just so think those three and Aaron Jones. Like he's and not Aaron Jones. A, yeah, that's right. He's so. not hurting to take this pick. No. He gets a chance to take a shot on it. Yeah. Marlon Mack should have fallen in ADP, and he and rightfully so. Right. You know, you still have that weapon that was Andrew Luck for people to have a little bit of a respect for the pass game. So going down to a Jacoby, I can totally understand why he drops because. I'm not as worried about Jacoby Brissett's arm. He's no. proved in the last couple of years sure. he's not an amazing passer. He spent some time so with Tom Brady. It so. should fall a little bit, yeah. but to drop that far when Mac was going, what, round two? Yeah. Like, that is way too yeah, far, way too in far. my opinion. So yep. that's a great grab by Lucas yep. for sure. So let's talk real quick. Uh, I think just between us, I think we both had some questions about each other's drafts. Mm. Took some questionable players, and I think it's worth discussing. Maybe between the two of us. So we're gonna do a quick segment called "What Were You Thinking?" 
Um, and because we're the only two in the room and we can't immediately well, ask Haley's hey, 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 here yeah Haley uh, but since she doesn't speak and there's no other fantasy owners in the room she's also we're gonna asleep. ask these questions to each other alright so uh, so I'll ask you first I've got a player you drafted uh, let me just go back and look where you took him you, it's pretty late I feel like uh, uh, was round yeah, nine. nine yeah you took him in the ninth round round nine um, there were a couple other players I think I would have taken above him but Emmanuel Sanders what were you thinking <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've gotten this question by a few people, actually. Um, I've, I've always subscribed to that in preseason, you don't look at a box score, you don't look at stats, you look at the actual play on the field. Sure. Um, if you look at box scores, you're going to think some players are terrible that are actually great, but the their coaches are pulling them out. Why? Because they're going to be great and they're yeah. starters and they don't want to mess with them or mm-hmm. get them hurt. They don't need to see anything. Yeah. They just want to get them warm, I guess. Yeah. So... Emmanuel Sanders played this preseason. He looked great. He's coming off an injury, but he's, it, it was, I believe it was his Achilles, or his ankle area. He's, he's turning. He's, he's making quick cuts. He looked the part. So I'll, Emmanuel Sanders, to me, fell further than he should have. I value him higher than most people probably do. Emmanuel Sanders was the guy at that point in the draft that sure. made the most sense to me. Yeah, and I think even with Will, Will Fuller before the news about Kenny Stills came out and him coming over the Texans, oh, yeah. that because that hadn't that was yet. more. Yeah, that that was more of my well, dude. You got to take Will Fuller. Yeah. Houston offense is gonna be fire. Right, got to take them. That was more of like I may have taken the shot there on him, but definitely now with the with the Kenny Stills news, I think that that takes some targets away from Will right. Fuller, and I think there's so so I'll I'll sustain. <laughs> I'll sustain your pick there. Well, with the and, same, uh, so with the same fervor, um, you yep. draft Aaron Rodgers in the fifth. That's not what we're talking about. Nope. That's a great pick. Yep. I think Aaron, for him to fall in the fifth is fantastic. Thank you. You took Lamar Jackson <laughs> in the 10th round yep. while having Aaron Rodgers. Yep. <clears throat> defend yourself because I don't know in what world you're starting Lamar <laughs> over Aaron Rodgers unless you have a secret herbs and spices we don't know about. So hot take here. Fresh out the kitchen. Hot take here. Still piping. I think Lamar Jackson is this year's Patrick Mahomes. Are you wearing oven mitts? I am currently wearing oven mitts. On fire take. On fire. I'm telling so here here's my reason. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I don't think so I don't think it's the fifty touchdowns. I don't think it's he's incredibly accurate. The dude is an athlete on an offense that's gonna use him the appropriate way. I think because he's a running quarterback, it's going to open up some down, downfield things for him to make and throw a little better this year. Sure. He's got Mark Ingram behind him now. There's just so much running possibility with them that they're going to have to keep the safeties in check. They're going to have to keep their corners head on a swivel, linebackers' heads on swivels. I just I just have this inkling about it. And you, and you asked the question, in what universe do I start Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers? We're number one on bye weeks, Jordan. Duh. But also that one week. I mean, we're in week one, and I, he's a decent streaming option. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. that is kind of I think weighed in the back of my mind more than I wanted to give it credit. He's in a new offense. He's got really one proven wide receiver until these other guys get on the on the field. Sure. There's going to be matchups. I'm not going to want to play Aaron Rodgers in. I will trade you. We, stop it. Not right now, Jordan. 
that there's going to be matchups that I'm not going to want to play Aaron Rodgers in. And week one's a great example of that. Lamar Jackson's playing Miami and Aaron Rodgers is playing against the Bears. Bears. You're going to tell me starting Lamar Jackson in that situation is a terrible idea? I don't know. I don't think it's a terrible idea at all. So that, and I think that's I think my point. Terrible. Is that so? There's, there, I have a guaranteed streaming option, and we can talk about what a streaming quarterbacks are later yeah, in another will. episode or something. But I, I, that, that's my defense of that. Yeah. Is that I, I'm looking at my roster. I'm going okay. I, need, I know I want to go ahead and take another quarterback later in the draft. I was high on Lamar Jackson, anyways. If if Aaron Rodgers hadn't fallen to me, I probably would have only taken Lamar Jackson. Just waited and taken him. Yeah. I would have just waited until the tenth round, just taking Lamar Jackson at that point. I took Cam right around there too. Yeah, so, and so idea. you know, it's one of those things of that's yeah. just kind of what happened. And I took him, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with him a little bit this year, and we're gonna see yeah. what happens. I mean, Lamar Jackson, former Heisman winner. It's pretty uh some credit there. Pretty beastly when he runs the ball. So I can't I can't fast. fault you too much there. Dude is fast. Yeah, he looks good. All right, week one, Jay Wood. It's here. It's here. We're it's so tomorrow. Uh, so we alluded to this at the beginning of the show. Let's very quickly go through some of the matchups this week. Um, maybe talk a little bit of start sit. Yeah. Um, we'll go over some projections and some other things like that. So um, let's talk about ours first. We actually wound up playing each other. What a special um, week one. A special week one here. Um, and I think for me, uh, so I'll, I'll do some projections here right now. Uh, ESPN. Um, fantasy football has this projected. Jordan has 116, and I'm at 112. Um, so, you know, just round a little off there. But, uh, yeah, you could round it <laughs> to 13 there, about a three point difference there. Yeah. Um, but really, I think for you, there's not really any start sit questions. I think the lineup you've got up right now, I think, is the one you got to ride with this week. Um, for me, I kind of just talked about it the Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. I'm not really going to belabor the point with that. Um, I've got a decision to make in less than 24 hours now. Um, before I've got to decide if I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers because he's the Thursday night game there. I mean, I think um, you just gave a pretty impassioned speech about who should yeah, be your starter. and I'm going to sleep on that speech, and we're going to see what happens <laughs> in the morning So because I can do that. So so, um, so let me ask you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm looking at your lineup, yep. and I see one glaring thing that I'm sure maybe you've, you've thought about, but mm-hmm. you're going to bench Stefan Diggs. Yep. Over Devonta Freeman? Yeah. They're playing each other, other by the sure. way. Atlanta's yeah. at Minnesota. Minnesota consistently a great run defense. Yeah. yeah. You have a little more confidence in Devonta Freeman coming back um, from his injury I than d- Stefan Diggs, who was an RB1 last so year. So there's some, uh, there's some uh, spiritual things happening with this Jordan right now. Oh, goodness. That has um, led me to go ahead and start Devonta Freeman over Stephen Diggs. No, actually, the real reason is <laughs> there's a cue beside Stephen Diggs' name. So I've got some more time left. That might be something I, I come back through. Um, darn those letters. Yeah, darn those letters. And so, you know, he's questionable. And in the past, I had Stephen Diggs last year. In the past, if he was questionable at all, that probably meant he was hobbled by some degree. And I think sure. uh, Cousins favors Thielen a little more in those situations. And so, um, as of right now, if the game started tomorrow, I'm, I'm starting Devonta Freeman. But if the cue goes away from Stefan Diggs' name, I'm, uh, I, may, uh, I may swap there. But we'll, we'll see what happens. So Interesting. Okay. Let's move on to the second game. Uh, we got the newbie, Lucas Gallen, versus the old vet, old Diesel. Oh, Diesel himself, himself, David Van Zant. 
Um, I think both pretty good lineups. Uh, projections 127, 120 in favor of David. Um, you want to break this down a little bit? Yeah, so I'm looking at... I'm looking at one match. I mean, David. A lot of uh, a lot of players in our league snagged two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think we're honestly one of the only teams that didn't. Yeah. Um, so David's got Ben Roethlisberger, and he didn't draft Ben. He drafted was it Tom Bray? He drafted someone else, Tyler Murray, and he picked up Ben off the waiver wire. Oh, here recently. Um, I forgot that. Actually, we need to just look at it. I forget. forget. Look that up for me. See who he dropped. Because he picked up Ben off the waiver wire here in the last couple of days. Um, No, I love David's draft of of Kyler Murray. I thought the same thing. In my opinion, I know it's easy to say because he's the new hotness and the number (laughs) one draft pick. I think Kyler Murray might have a legitimate shot at being the Patrick Mahomes. Maybe not this year, but next year. Um, I think you get him in an offense with um, a former college coach who – offense 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 wants to run seven thousand plays um and he's handsome you know like i think he's <laughs> he's in a great situation to become something amazing yeah. so i I'm, I'm looking at that quarterback battle and i'm, I'm uh, i guess you don't want to play him week one mm. um but kyle murray's playing detroit bends the patriots i don't know it's a fine pit i guess either yeah. way is fine david's team is super strong christian mccaffrey joe yeah. mixon uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, George Kittle, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett. I mean, it's hard to look at David's lineup and be like, oh, maybe you should try someone else. <laughs> like, he's got a phenomenal lineup. Yeah. The only thing I see here is, like, drop Tony Pollard. What are you going to do with him? Other than maybe wait for week one and possibly yeah. try to trade the guy. But, I mean, other than potentially getting someone who's a little desperate to go mm. after Tony Pollard, there's no need for him. No. I mean, at this point, I'd drop him and try to pick up a little bit of an extra, right. like a flyer, who, someone who could be Take a something better rest, this week. risk on somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so David dropped Tom Brady to That's, pick up okay, Ben yeah. Roethlisberger. That's who that was. So not, not a terrible... No, a and I, I think if you're going to play one or the other, Ben's probably in a better situation. Yeah. Lucas's team is solid. Like, these... Yeah. To me, if these guys aren't some of the in the top, top two ones, yeah, all sure. year long, I mean, be shocked because their yeah. teams are just solid if everybody's there. The only questionable call, in my opinion, for Lucas would be Mari Cooper. He's had kind of a little bit of a questionable mm-hmm. tag with his injury this, this preseason. Yeah. Um, still hasn't played this preseason. I don't think he played preseason mm-hmm. at all. Um, and just had kind of this little bit of like a lingering injury, but that's been Amari Cooper since he's existed. Yeah. He was that way at Alabama. There was always something wrong with him. He's like Julio Jones or AJ Green. Like there's always like a foot injury, but they're right. fine. Um, I think Amari Cooper would be fine. I think they've got two solid teams. It's really hard to sure. move on from either one of those. Yep. Uh, the next matchup we'll talk about Aaron versus Caleb. Caleb's uh, auto drafted team. I don't even think that kid set his lineup. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's busy or something. Yeah, I I, I don't think he set a lineup. But <laughs> do you change anything on his lineup? And if I'm looking between the two, let's see, Caleb's projected at 110. Aaron's projected at 116, both evens. Um, I, I tend to favor Caleb's here. I mean, Too you've yeah. got the incredible stack of DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams. That's a given. I think Jared Cook... Cook is going to enter top-tier tight end status by the end of the season. Interesting. I think that's good. T.Y. Hilton's kind of my only eh, – I think Carrion's going to have a good week. 
Um, against Arizona, I think Montgomery's going to have a decent breakout party. Baker's going to be Baker. Um, Aaron is really depending right now on Deshaun Watson on this team. I don't think Duke Johnson's going to be a go-to running back too. I don't I, think after the recent move. No. I don't think he's going to so get the share that everybody thinks he's going to I don't get. think Calvin Ridley is going to be that. I don't think Tariq Cohen is. So that – Although I think the Deshaun Watson pick at three was a good move for him, he's got to produce. He missed out on some, he missed out on some talent, talent depth yep. at this point. Yep. I mean, that I think his his bench is Darwin Thompson, yeah, Kenyon Golden Drake. Tate, who's yeah, suspended for four games. Yeah. So um, I just, just I love you, Aaron. I just I don't uh, know. At this point, do you think Justin Jackson's a better start than maybe like a a, a Duke or Tariq Cohen? Feels gross just the, talking the, about. The, it. I don't. <laughs> I don't think Tariq Cohen's a good start this week. Not against yeah. Green Bay Thursday night opening night. They're going to be revved up to go. Don't think Duke, again. You know, I I don't know. I just his lineup to me doesn't scream. You know, he's really depending on three players. It's Travis Kelsey. Alvin Kamara and Deshaun Watson. Those are the three guys. Odell's going to be there, I think. Yeah. But especially this week, it's going to kind of not cancel each other out because I don't think that actually happens in some of this stuff. But having Odell and then having Caleb having Baker, I think that could potentially uh, play against each other. I just, for this matchup, I like Caleb's lineup uh, a little better than than Aaron's lineup for this week. So yeah, I can see that. Yep. Um, next uh, matchup. There's good old Ben Rowland and his team he drafted. Here we go. Versus Josh Roden. This is going to be rubber meets the road here for Ben. Let's going to see. I mean, Ben, love you. You surprisingly had an amazing draft. Yep. I really wanted your draft to suck, yep. but it didn't. Nope. Um, so Ben's Drew Brees. I'm jealous of Ben in week one, not in the future. <laughs> not in the future. I don't think Drew Brees is – is Drew Brees yeah. of old this year? Yeah. Yes, he's still great and he's still accurate. I just don't think he yeah. is the same this year. Yeah. Um, but he's got Drew Brees and Jameis Winston. I hate Jameis Winston future and yeah. long term, but yeah. Jameis Winston has week. Yeah. a great matchup yeah. for in San Francisco. But Drew Brees, um, playing Houston, this is going to be a game of points, man. Yeah. I, I this has the highest point spread of the weekend. Yeah. Um. I think if you have pieces in the, in the Houston and New Orleans game, you want to throw them out here. So I, I like I like Ben's setup or quarterback. Either one would be fine. Yep. Oh, he's playing Adam Thielen, obviously Tevin Coleman, yep. which should be in a great situation. the The questionable ones like he's got Zach Ertz, great great pick there. He's got the Bears defense. Uh, All right, that's we'll fine. See. Bears are we'll great. See. We'll see how they perform against Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Yeah. Um. Looking at Ben's bench, there's not really hard any player yeah. I would substitute. Not well, at all. He's got a lot of prove-it players right. on his bench, uh, aside from, I don't know. Carlos Hyde may, so be, crowded. may be helpful in, yeah. in Houston, but we don't know what he's going to be yet, especially yeah. not week one. Yeah. So I don't really think there's any other lineup you put out on the field beside what Ben has. For Josh's sure. lineup, I mean – the pretty solid yeah. kind of um, a little surprised he's going Eckler over Philip Lindsay. I, I think Eckler's gonna have a great year. I well, yes. Until, I mean, he's playing Indiana. Uh, um, you know the Colts this week, so I think 
I, I think I just trust Philip Lindsay more yeah. with the job. I don't think having a whole off season to prepare for Melvin not being here. I don't think we know what the Austin Eckler Justin right. Jackson split looks like. Yeah. Jackson came on strong. What is does he have a little bit more of the share? I don't know. I think Philip Lindsay has a dominant amount of the share yeah. over um what's his face over there in Denver. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. I, yeah. yeah, I can't think of their backup. <laughs> um I think he's got a lot more of the share of this game. Um I think this will be good. You've got uh, Roden projected at 116, Ben at 107. We'll see. Projections mean nothing to me right. in week one. Yeah. We don't have an established knowledge of defenses, what they're going to be, players, what they're going to be with their new offensive line change. Right. It's impossible. So right. I hate projections. Put the player out there on the field that you trust the most. Yep. Uh, so let's move on. The last matchup here, we'll very quickly talk about this. We'll do Matthew versus Micah. Micah returning uh, three of the best players in the league. He was he had the best team in the league. Um, I think he reached a little bit on some of his picks, um, but I don't know yeah. as far as his starting lineup, there would be any difference I would do. I, I definitely, obviously, you start Patrick Mahomes, you start Zeke, you start Todd. Um, you know, and with his lineups, I think I think Robert Woods is going to be a good start. Chris Godwin there. I just don't know who else you start in front of him. Maybe Sterling Shepard. That Peyton Barber pick, uh, that though. Peyton Barber pick is going to be it. <laughs> With yep. Matthew, for me, I, I, the only question I've got about his lineup, and I know Goff just got made King Goffrey all That's over right. Um But I, I like Matt Ryan. I like the Falcons just in general in this first game. I think their offense is going to be really powerful. Um, that's kind of another reason I wanted Devonta yeah. and was okay with that. Um, I think I, more than that, though, I think Carolina's defense is going to be really good this year. Um, I think they're going to be tough to throw against. Um, and so that's that would be my only question. I like the Fournette start um, against Kansas City, one of the yeah. worst rushing defenses in the league last year. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I like, uh, of course, you got to start Tyreek Hill. You got to start Julian Edelman. Yep. Um, I like the Sony Michelle play there over somebody like um, uh, over DJ Moore, maybe. Really sad about um, that. Yeah, I think that's going to be a really great Still pick. Still better. Um, OJ Howard, you got to do what you got to do there. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, yeah, I think I think it's a, a lot of faith in OJ this year. Yeah. If, if he had made it to me, that would have been my pick yeah. over Vance. Yeah, I, think I like OJ you know, this year. Yeah, third year in the league now. Is that about right? Second year, third year, something like that? Third, yeah. I believe. So I think he's got some experience there. He came on strong at the end of last year. Um, Matthew, just going back to projections, Matthew's projected 115. Mike is projected at 121. I think that's heavily due to the, the Zeke and Todd and Mahomes yep. stack there. Interested um, to see Gurley in week one. Yeah. See how his knee is, see how his workload is. Yeah, and so I think Josh, I think, picked up, uh, picked up the handcuff there. Yeah. Um, and so that'll be – That'll be an interesting week one. Jordan. Man, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. We are so excited. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of excited, I mean, I think we've got a new front runner here with these nachos. I mean, dude, these guys, I, listen, guys, if y'all are in the Chattanooga area mm-hmm. and you want some great just barbecue in general, oh, yeah. go to Thatcher's. That Their pulled pork is amazing. They've got... Just about anything. Uh, they actually call they, they call the nachos shovels. Shovels. Yeah, they call them shovels. So we got the BBQ oink shovels. Fried um, pickles. Fried pickles. Those were, were good. Those were great. Those yep. were great. Um, so go check them out. Uh, they're really great. Um, small little shack off of uh, if you're in Chattanooga, off three close to Three Notch Road. Um, right. Anyways, they're really really great. These nachos, I think, are definitely number one there, um, out of two. 
Yep. So, I mean, that's what that was. <laughs> so, um, yeah. set your lineups. Uh, be active in your league. Communicate with your league mates. Don't be a bad fantasy owner. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> so, anyways. Well, until next time, guys. Thanks for listening in. Goodbye.